Checking in with us now, we've been waiting for him, Ashley Webster of Fox Business Network, live from Greece. So we have the announcement, Ashley, of a, a bailout for Greece, which requires them, it looks like, to take take on some tough austerity measures in return for cooperation on their loans and not getting thrown out of the euro. Are these new measures tougher than the ones the Greeks rejected in a vote like a week ago? Ironically, yes, they are. So you ask the question, well, what was the point of all the hoo-ha over that referendum and the overwhelming no vote? Because ultimately the deal that Cyprus is going to bring back with him, he's back in Athens now, is much harsher. Deep pension reforms, spending cuts, tax hikes, labor market reforms, uh, forcing the country to have their businesses open on Sunday, something they haven't done ever before, and privatizing a lot of Greek assets. So, you know, the question is, would you be angry with the leader if uh, that's the deal you got? What's interesting is I've spoken to a lot of people on the street, and they're like, no, we don't blame uh, Cyprus at all. We just think Europe is very mean to us. They push too hard, and they expect too much. Well, that's interesting, because uh, since they've been bailed out twice before, um, you know, a lot's been made of the pensions. Is um, how deep are the cuts that they're being forced to accept? And is that truly the source of the problem? Are the pensions in Greece, let's say, that much different than the pension structure in the UK? Or is has the economy shrunk so much in the last five years that as a percentage of tax revenue or GDP, they're just out of whack? They are out of whack. I mean, it all goes back to when they first joined the uh, Eurozone back in 2001. They should never have been allowed to uh, join. And while that serves no purpose now, um, they suddenly got access to a lot of money, billions and billions of euros at very low interest rates, backed by the German Bund. And they spent like drunken sailors. And they've paid for it ever since. In fact, they used a lot of that uh, cheap money to bid for the Olympics and build like crazy for the 2004 Olympics that were held here. Just one example of the money they spent. But you're right, the pension system here, when you retire at 48 on full benefit. Oh, wow. And you have people doing that in mass, then there is no way that that system can survive. And of course, what triggered it the, the bubble burst during the uh, financial recession back in 2008, and Greece was caught with its pants down and with an economy that was not growing and hasn't grown in the last six years. Hmm. Now, um, there's been um, austerity promises in the past, and they haven't been lived up to. Uh, correct? I think, you know, there's been sort of the last five yes. years of uh, of not making any serious attempt to fix the problem. Are there uh, enforcement provisions in these austerity, in these austerity measures? <laughs> well, yes, there will be, quote, overseers from some experts, so to speak, uh, from the IMF and other EU uh, departments that will come and ensure this is happening. But you know what? We heard that the first two times around. For instance, the, the cleaning crew at the uh, government buildings were fired as part of this cutting back and on staff, and then they protested, and the Greek government immediately said, no, you know what, you're right, and rehired them. So the joke now is, you know, do they get fired again now that we've gone through this, going through this third bailout? Um, Greece is great at putting promises on paper, but they, that's all it is. It's just on paper. It means nothing. It's very hard to break a cultural style that is perhaps complete opposite to Northern European, to the Germans, perhaps. 
Hmm. Um, and it's a hard, hard cycle to break. They, they talk a good game, but they're slow in enacting if they enact it at all. And they're very, very poor at following up to make sure the system is working, tax collection being the most obvious. Let's talk about uh, if there were, there, in my mind, I'm not an economist, but in my mind there were no real other options than this one to come out. If Greece were to go out of the euro and go back to their own cur- currency, number one, who would take it? Nobody. So you couldn't buy imports. Credit would dry up. The economy there already stinks and it's been contracting. So they would just they would be guaranteed to go into a depression and probably a very long one. So that was untenable. And then if from the other side, you you can poke holes at my analysis again, I'm no economist, but from the (laughs) other side, um, from the European Union side, If Greece wasn't a firewall here, we have other countries like Spain and maybe Portugal heading in the same direction and could unravel the whole um, uh, euro union and the value of the euro as well, which was untenable from the other side. Exactly. Um, This really started to grow way beyond what Greece represented. It's just 2 percent of the eurozone um, GDP. So it really, it's more what it stands for. Entry into the Eurozone was always considered irreversible. In fact, that word is used in the, in the treaty. So the fact that if Greece fell out, you're right, the contagion was very real. But on the other side of that, what if you said to Greece, okay, look, we'll give you a 30% haircut on the debt. You give us back 70 cents for every dollar we lent you, which was one of the proposals. Um, That's not going to work because there are other countries, Portugal, Ireland, Italy, Spain, who also got bailouts who have been living within the rules, and they would scream blue murder saying, well, wait a minute. If they're getting a deal for not doing what they're supposed to do, why aren't we? And I think that – and there is a rise in socialist governments, uh, socialist parties uh, in Spain and Italy where they're kind of taking on the same feel as Greece is, which is not a good thing. Um, well, and it's a dangerous road to go down. Yeah, well, when you say entry into the union was irreversible, this would have been the first time a country was expelled from the euro. But yes. there isn't really a mechanism to do that. There isn't. And that became painfully clear as they were going through this agonizing torture of meeting after meeting in Brussels. I think what it shows, you have 19 countries, 19 governments using one currency – It just doesn't work. Mm. And that's why the UK, Sweden, Denmark, Switzerland looked at this proposal when it was first put out there and said, no, thanks. We'll keep our own currency. You know, they're laughing today. (laughs) Very quickly, Ashley, before I have to let you go, uh, is it that Greece is incapable of reform or doesn't know what to do or is just unwilling? I think it doesn't have the political will. The government here is a bit – to say it's chaotic would be kind. What it needs is a a unity government somewhere more in the center that can – probably full of, uh, as they call them, technocrats who can do a decent job of really getting into the books and, you know, uh, getting these reforms in place and, you know, following through on them. Up to this point – that hasn't been seen. But you know what? If you're an optimist, you say, come on, they can do it. It's a golden opportunity for Greece to turn it around. The question is, will they? Right. And there's a lot of doubt and a lot of lack of trust. Mm. Well, Ashley Webster, you're there uh, on the ground in Greece. Thank you so much for uh, filling us in. Great analysis. Thank you. My pleasure. Ashley Thank Webster you. from the Fox Business Network. Okay, 866-408-7669. That was not all that optimistic, was it? Uh, Although the markets have responded positively to the 
third Greek bailout. Let's hope that this is the one that sticks. Uh, We'll be right back. I'm Leslie Gold. I'm in for Brian. It's Kilmeade and Friends. 